Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Ah, uh, the sound of our new home. <laughs> yes, our new home. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> it was weird, but it fit perfectly with uh, with the episode. And that is episode 11. Oh. Episode 11 of season 3. Was it of a demon in my view? Cool. Ah, yes. Now we're, we're getting closer and closer to the final. Yeah. The season finale. But before we get there... Before we get there, I have to introduce ourselves. Yeah. Who are you? Uh, I'm Jesse Klein. Uh, yeah, you can you find are. me on Twitter at JessKlein1. That's J-E-S-S-K-L-E-I-N, the number one. Always number one to me, Jesse. Uh, Always number one. Number one. And I'm Scott Moore, and you can find me on Twitter at SMAN80. That's S-M-A-N-8-0. You can find us on the, the YouTube mm-hmm. and uh, SoundCloud and iTunes and subscribe and definitely, you know, rate us. Give us some good comments, and we definitely love to hear from you always uh, number 80 to me scott i'm always, always number, number 80, 80. yes yeah. it's true <laughs> i'm number 80 it's pretty much everybody <laughs> um but yeah so we love to hear from you guys and you can keep the conversation going on twitter with hashtag abtv defiance uh definitely love hearing from everybody uh especially because when we walk out here from from watching the show it's always good to hear from yeah it's nice to interact with and... the viewers on a uh, youtube or on twitter any exactly. of those things it's uh it's it's cool because we occasionally you know we miss things i know we look perfect yeah but occasionally we do miss things so we'll it's always miss good to a thing from... or two exactly so it's always good to hear from the people out there yeah and uh i'd love to be able to say that our our, our engineer in training today yeah I have to give a shout out to zach that's Zach Wilson That's on Zach Twitter. Wilson, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you may have seen him on such fine after buzz programming here as well, so we're we're happy that uh that he's helping out. Sure. BTS. <laughs> BTS today. <laughs> uh that's gotta be Steven. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a Steven there. Um <laughs> But we open with with this episode, and I, I really did enjoy the opening here with the with the Badlands. Yeah, the the post apocalypse Oklahoma City OKC. Yeah, the I-64. tropical OKC. Yes, it was like yeah. yes, the tropical OKC. Yeah, yeah, it was a really cool uh, intro there. It was sort of that post apocalyptic tropical OKC with all the bodies everywhere and the debris and the destruction. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think. I think this uh, episode really kind of kept on the theme we keep on talking about, mm-hmm. where it just felt dangerous this entire right. episode. Right. Uh, yeah. Even in parts that weren't featuring the main dangerous component, like I was like, "Is that is, is something bad going to happen here?" Like I felt, I felt like I felt like almost constantly that there there was a possibility of something going terribly yeah. wrong. I felt scared. Yeah, I'm just going to put it out there. I felt scared. 
I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but I did love that intro. Uh, of course, it was very convenient that, that Berlin just happened to just be moseying on down I-64 hey. and happened to be there just in, in time. I like seeing her back again. I think she's yes. an interesting character. I like. I think there's got to be more than she just... I mean, maybe there isn't enough time to get into it, but there's got to be more than she was like, I decided to come back, so I yeah. did. Like, I feel like something had to uh, happen. Something definitely happened uh, with her and the... Conrad. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, it's nice to see her again. It's uh, it's nice to see the odd couple of her and Arissa back together because mm-hmm. of all that tension through their previous relationship. Yeah. And like Arissa saying, thanks for not just walking away. And right. Berlin saying, like, you mean again? Thanks for not walking Wait, away again. again. <laughs> exactly. Arissa's like, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, because it was very awkward. There. Yeah. At the beginning, with that, with when uh, they're reunited, uh, as it were, that and uh, <laughs> the whole thing—it's like uh, Nolan killed that emissary. Well, he wasn't in his right mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it runs in the family, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like Berlin still being salty. Yeah, she's, she's got a little salty mouth on her. Yeah, she's salty, a little sassy, a little yeah. salty, a little sassy. Yeah, uh, but I missed her. I'm glad she's back. Yeah, and I think she, she's a good character. And I know you had called it out there a couple episodes ago that that we'd see her back pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. I just feel I, like I don't, I, it was such a weird way to leave a character. Like it, if it, if it that was the last was. we saw of her, right? It would be such a weird like non like uh, just like not a very satisfying way right. for a for, character to exactly. leave a show. It wouldn't be yeah. a closure. And, and I agree with you. I think she was going to come back. I wasn't. Again, not expecting it in this way or necessarily this quickly, but yeah, it was good to have her back. And uh, and again, I always love when we can kind of get out of the Defiance town from that world. So it's always good to kind of see some other areas. And so I even enjoyed that little glimpse that we saw of tropical of, of Oklahoma tropical City, OKC, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and I, I I love the little mini flashback that they did too, mm-hmm. and I, I thought that was great. And and speaking of the tropical thing, it made me laugh when when no one was kind of sucked up like a twister. You yeah. Know, it was just, yeah, went up. but um, but I I love that little mini flashback. I loved uh, the whole scene how it played out. Uh, again, I, what I've loved about this season is is the fact that they've done these these action scenes and they're really pretty decently choreographed and yeah. they're really you know there's a lot that goes into them. Well, I mean um, that that action scene was mostly just Nolan and Arissa in the truck. Yeah, and just hearing the, just the yells of the VC being, as they're being, being destroyed, destroyed by uh, Kenzie. But I really, really enjoyed it. I, I yeah, thought it was a it was a lot of fun. And again, like what you're saying, it would have been a constant theme is that always that kind of that feeling of danger around every corner. Yeah. And then uh, I enjoyed the, the 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 little the scenes with the Tars a lot. This yeah, this I thought episode. the Tars had a really uh, interesting uh, arc. This episode, mm-hmm. they're they're waiting for Tevgen because. Uh, he has promised Stama that he will protect her and yes. her family, and that they're they're sitting there like armed to the teeth, waiting <laughs> for Tevgen. Cool. And playing. Uh, I was trying to figure out what card game they were playing. I have no idea. <laughs> I know. I was like, is uh, there some Castathan uh, card game? Was it poker? It, was, it didn't look like poker. It's so probably just Magic: The Gathering. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, I always think about these stupid things. Like when they're talking about the coffee, I'm like, was it Dunkin's or Starbucks? And then like with the card game, like. What cards were they playing? I want to know these things. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was really like the whole like Stama saying like you 
you know I don't love to have Ken. Yeah. Like he he took care of me when I needed right. him to. When, but when I, at that moment, and I love when she's like, "But he'll show up. He's an honorable and decent man." And I loved his little comeback. Right. Like, oh well, since when has that been? A, since when is that someone you've been interested in? Yeah, something you're interested in. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, good one. Good uh, one, attack. Uh, but, uh, and also, uh, the reminder that Daytac still has his god arm. Yes. Uh, and, uh, uh, just the, uh, the idea that their relationship is kind of, like, it was a reset for their relationship. I think exactly. it, I think it was letting us know that, like, the relationship is now back to where mm-hmm. it was before. And they, and they needed that because, yeah. you know, they've had so much tension throughout this season and we kind of needed to have that these kind of quiet moments with them so that we could have that reset yeah and the fact that they brought up the bio arm even though they didn't make it hugely obvious yeah um this episode or whatever it was good to know that it was still there too because it's kind of easy for you to forget about those yeah. type of things as a viewer and then you know as the overall arc for for a show series um, so that was good. I, I definitely and I enjoyed those moments. I think they're they're fun. Yeah, and then uh, Daytac brings his gang in. Yeah, and we see that the gang isn't as loyal as it used mm-hmm. to be. Apparently, after you just kill all of the members of your gang right. uh, and then start a new gang, they're not so uh, loyal as they should be because no. they know you, you murder your gang members, you like, your own people. I know. Yeah. Surprising, I know, right? I mean, yeah. Not to be as loyal, but yeah, it was still funny to, that he ha- still has his own little gang there. And also, like, it's a full-on, like, everyone knew that Stama and Daytac were kind of uh, backstabbers mm-hmm. and treacherous, but now the the entire town has labeled them traitors. Right. Like, they have the label of traitors, so they're less likely to be trusted than ever before. Exactly. Uh, and I think that's, uh, I think it's a really interesting moment where it's like, if if worse comes to worst, like we're not going to die for, to protect your family. Like we're just going to leave. Right. Like, your money's good enough for us to intimidate people with guns, but we're not going to die. Yeah, we're not going to die for you. And then that's yeah. the difference. Which is, you know, I know that Alak is there and the grandson's there, but it does make it seem like what do they have really holding their ties to defiance after yeah. everything they've been through? I mean, I know. We've seen some glimpses of Stama saying this is her home, yeah. and, and she's made a, a place there. But at the same time, it's like if everyone's shunning you and you're thought of as a traitor, and it's like, really, why, why stick around? Like, I, I'd be. I mean, I, I know it's a show, and yeah. I get like there's certain protocol, there's certain reasons, but it's like if you're looking at it, like why even bother? Like, I think start a new life. I think a bit of it. I think Daytac is too proud to leave. I think, you know, he came to this town planning mm-hmm. to make a living and, like, have his house be honored right, in this to be, town. He wanted to be mayor. And yeah. He, he definitely wants to have the power and the control there. And exactly. So I think I think that it might be a little bit of pride for mm-hmm. Daytac. And I think in that pride is also a fierce allegiance to, if not the, the people of the town, but the right. town itself yeah. and, like, the community that that town represents. I think... Uh, I think they would have trouble starting in a new place. I think this is this is definitely their home, and um, I think because his family was attacked, attacked, mm-hmm. turned against defiance. But I don't think that either of them, if like they had the choice, they would defend defiance more than turn against it. Right. Um, I definitely agree with that. They would definitely defend it if they came down to it. It's just it's it's interesting to see how much they've put up with in the sense yeah. that they would even bother sticking around or even wanting to yeah do anything with the town at that point when nobody seems to 
give a flying yeah. fig about them, I guess, without cussing there with a, you know, like really they don't care. Yeah. So it's just, it was interesting to me when I had, when I was watching that particular scene, thinking about that. Yeah. And then Andina had some good moments in this one. Like she yeah. had some, like they've kind of been teasing her yeah. as like a newer character with more lines mm-hmm. and like, uh, and she had some really good moments in this episode. Number one, she gets a gun. Yeah. Uh, and no, I was, she's, she's growing up. Well, that's the thing. I was like, oh, maybe she's like in love with Alack and like Alack is so angry with mm-hmm. his mom and his dad. Like maybe she's going to like try and kill Stama mm-hmm. to be like, I did it for you, Damien. Right. All for you. Yes. Like, like that yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, but instead it's like she's, you can see she's cast the thin as well. She's a schemer. She's trying to, you know, raise her place in their society. Right. She wants to raise her profile. Though that whole scene with with her and Stama was like, ooh, you know, yeah. it sort of had that little. I was like, okay, where are we going with this kind well, of thing for a brief second? Well, yeah, I thought I thought for sure it might be a moment where she's going to try and kill Stama, yeah. especially with like Stama and drinking tea. Like always, kind of have. I know like, that's when I saw I was it. Like, yeah, I was like, okay, what's going on here? Uh, like anytime Stama's around and there's tea, I would question whether or not the tea is poisoned. Right, it's like I would never drink yeah. that tea. Yeah, but it was it was it was a kind of an odd feeling because it did. It felt a little threatening, but it also had a little bit of sexual undertones in a weird way to me when I was watching it and then at the same time it was like oh I didn't pick that oh, up at I all did, but I, maybe I just pick up everything as having sexual undertones yeah. so I had a little bit of that but then I also had like oh she wants him to get married wants her to you know yeah marry a lack it was like it was a really like yeah. a lot of stuff was happening in that scene but it it, it uh, kind of cracked me up I don't know maybe if anyone else out there thought of the uh, little bit of undertones there with that with the whole knitting and yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't pick it. I th- I thought it was mostly just like a, a scheme. Like it was like I scratch your back, you scratch well, mine, yeah, kind of so thing. Definitely saw that, but uh, I felt a little bit of weird tension. But that's just me. No, uh, <laughs> that's just me. Apparently, I don't know. Maybe uh, someone else will have thought the same. Hey, man, I support you in your finding sexual undertones and <laughs> in, in, every in everything. Single. Yeah, thing. Uh, I didn't see it. Yeah. I thought I thought it was mostly just like a scene of like seeing how like Adina has now become. This uh, she has learned from the best and right. has become She's a schemer. From, from the master. Well, I did yeah. definitely pick on that. She had definitely had grown up in the sense when I was yeah. watching. I was like, she's no longer the shy, and she even is clearly ready to move up and has the confidence now and is ready to take her rightful place as a as a schemer. Yeah, and uh, I really just I really like that line uh, that Stama has, where it's like, well, you really have a knack for this. Where it's mm-hmm. like, you're not talking about knitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You are talking about being a schemer. Being scheming. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was, and, it was a good scene. And Alak leaves because he's like, the only way to kill an adult Omek, he's like, the only person who know how to do it is Doc. Mm-hmm. And he finds Doc with just, like, blood coming out of her roller. I know. I'm like, oh. And, and she's like, oh, yeah, it's this terrible disease. You should use this vaccine. And like yeah, immediate the hemorrh- hemorrhagic fever, yeah, yeah, which already sounds awful. It sounds like thinking, it sounds like a bad way to go. It does for sure. Uh, and then uh, Daytac getting inoculated, and we end it with him like in a in a cage, uh, being about to be eaten. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he gets passed out from that whatever was in that shot. Yeah, and now he's he's just uh, he's food. We see what the collecting that Doc Ewell has been doing for Stama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, 
Yeah, for her, her stuff that she was doing for Kenzie. But going back or to Kenzie, uh, yeah, not going Stama. back to Sorry. Kenzie when uh, <laughs> that whole scene with her when she has uh, Tefkin, you know, and it's like the little cheesy music, and it's like crazy science, mad science lab, and yeah. all the things bubbling, and the, it's like, oh my god, this is so funny. But I, but you know, I was totally loving it. Well, yeah, that thing, the thing with and Nolan, Michael Asylum there. Well, the thing with Nolan where she's like, I want. She wants the uh, arc tech out of Nolan's mm-hmm. brain, and Taki was like, "It could kill her." Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, "It doesn't matter. I I can't have my pet be right. be like flawed in any way." Yeah. And uh, she, uh, Doc asks to speak freely. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You sicken me. You're yeah, gross." Exactly. Like, yeah, she's I like, know, "I have a high tolerance for like cruelty, and this is too much." Yeah, she's like, "And you have a screw, you have a screw loose in that head of yours." And also, I love the fact yeah. that she was like, "Oh, it's not really my." Gender. Gender. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was great. also really Doc funny. Yule always has the best lines. She really does. Ugh. Uh, God, I love her. And uh, and Kenzie apparently successfully does some surgery, her own <laughs> brain surgery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like, that would be a really weird way for Nolan to die if it was just complications <laughs> during surgery. During surgery, I know. Like how I was, I, is that? I was never like worried about it because I was like, there's no, there's no way no. that that's how he's going to die no. in this series. Like, no. if it was complications on the <laughs> on the, on the operating, operating table, table from a drone surgery, just yeah. like yeah, it'd be very weird. Uh, yeah, and but we, I and wasn't we, expecting it to necessarily be successful though. You yeah, know, I thought maybe there was going to be some issues and. You know, when when Arissa feels it and then she doesn't anymore, I was like, okay. I was yeah. a little surprised by that because I didn't think it was going to necessarily work. Yeah, I think it was mostly they needed it to uh, kind of not have the thing where it's like they have to be within a certain right. amount of distance. Like the writers just needed to write that out. Exactly. Like they used it when they needed it, right. and now they need to write they that to write piece it out. out. Yeah, and so, that was an easier way to do yeah. it to get to move on from that. Yeah, especially since after Dokuol had said she couldn't do it, mm-hmm. it was like it, just have Kenzie do it. Uh, yeah. And then we see that uh, Kenzie is draining blood from Tevgen to keep him weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like she's putting that blood into, uh, like, a clone body yeah. uh, of an indigene. Yeah, that's what was kind of like. It was kind of that maniacal yeah. mad science lab thing there because you saw that and you saw the, the clone sitting there with that. Yeah, it was, you know, a little cheesy a little bit there, but... I, I still, it was fun. I mean, I thought, I thought it was like uh, the makeup department did a really good job of not only making an alien look alien, yeah. but then make making that alien look like a sick alien. Yeah, like they really did a good job of making Tevgin look weaker than they he did. had yeah. for the rest of the series. No, I thought it was great, and I also think her makeup's great too. Because yeah. I was thinking of the moments with her and Nolan too. I was like, that's a lot of makeup, a lot of time that goes into that, and also. Yeah. You know, the fact that it all kind of stayed in place. Yeah. And, you know, because you do see that a lot of times, too, especially with the TARS, and you see their scenes when they're in their house and how it's all caked on. And, yeah. like, you know, it's hard. It's all, it's definitely a lot of work. And as we had talked to Billy a couple weeks ago on that phone call about how long it really goes to take to get them all ready. That's crazy. Uh, and, and everything. It, it is. It's a lot. So, definitely, um, I do notice those things too when I'm watching yeah especially these type of shows and those type of scenes but for sure absolutely and no- Nolan wakes up mm-hmm. and Kenzie Fawn just lies to him mm-hmm. and then Kenzie rapes him yeah <laughs> for all intents and purposes she certainly did you yeah know? But he was, it was, you he know. was not in a place to say no 
That's right. That's uh, right. And he was drugged. <laughs> and uh, and afterwards, Nolan's kind of getting smart to the lies that Kenzie's throwing at him. And he's like, I'm going to make a grilled cheese sandwich. I know, she's like, I could make us some pancakes. Yeah. I love that, that callback joke. Yeah, uh, I do too. And then I'm like, where's the Defiance cookbook from season three? I, I want to see the pancakes. Where's I want to see this mean grilled cheese. Where's her griddle? Where, <laughs> You're right. Like, she's got her cl- Indigen clone machine yeah. and then right next to it, a griddle yeah. with Bisquick pancake <laughs> mix. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Bl- fresh blueberries. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know, Mac always has to be prepared for the morning after. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah. Uh, and then it turns into uh, him being a slave to just him becoming food. Right. Like, uh, right. like she chains him up and is like, you could have been the, the highest level of slave. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you disappointed me. Yeah. Although it was a little bit hot, I have to say. Again, I'm having the sexual undertones, but when he was yeah. in the chains and she's like, oh, you disappointed me, it was like the... Yeah, man. punishing him. No, I, I felt like as soon as she was like, uh, you would have been the highest level of slave, I was like, ah, that's, that's a kind of like a terrible position like that's yeah, how's that like the, uh, best is it, slave. the best slave like, is it the best thing for for him yeah and then uh and then he was just brought right back down to food yeah back down to food that knife that mm-hmm. gets brought back yeah uh and uh yeah i mean i thought i thought kenzie's entire thing like she's full-on crazy like oh, yeah. uh and when nolan gets the backstory when nolan breaks free and gets the mm-hmm. backstory on how like basically tevgan kept her spirit kept her spirits going when they were off in space searching for home right the only way that he could keep her spirits up was by promising her vengeance against the vc mm-hmm. and the people who had done her wrong and promising her yeah. like this great dread harvest like uh we kind of see that for you know decades kenzie has been like promised these mm-hmm. amazing like feats of vengeance and uh like Nolan and Tevgin kind of have like a dad moment where both of them yeah. did that with right. their respective with their daughters. daughters. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, but we see how it really wasn't a healthy thing to do, obviously, no. all that time to Kinsey because it's turned her into this. She's just bloodthirsty. It is. But it also kind of made me realize a little bit more of the backstory at the OMAC of this whole time. We were thinking they were so terrible, but maybe not, they weren't necessarily. It's like sort of how they were trained, but you see how Tevgin maybe wasn't. The bad guy all along. Like, it filled it in for me, because in a way, I was kind of feeling like he made this huge change when he was on Earth, but yeah. maybe he wasn't necessarily... I mean, I still think that the he, Omec are yeah. things that eat other sentient I, beings, I so... I agree, but I, I, I still saw that side of him yeah. on the spacecraft that I thought, okay, you know, was sort of that glimpse to me, because, like, my big issue I was having was how quickly he turned. Yeah on earth and that maybe that i saw a little bit more of that personality of being like it's not so unrealistic now because he's sort of always had it there yeah and i think the leader the 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 clear thinker yeah and i think that uh i think that having your homeland taken away from you if you're a war hero like tevgen is like i think it probably changes you yeah and uh and as we see in the climactic fight with kenzie like he's still does not want her to die like he right he gives he's given her so many chances yeah exactly uh, and he was still right there too many you know open to yeah. forgiving her and being like, all is forgiven great you know again being so open and and caring towards her yeah 
Yeah. Straight up stabs him right in the neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, again, something else I was not expecting. I kind of, as the as the episode was going, yeah. I kind of was like, oh, either Tevgan or Kenzie is going to die right. in this episode. I thought episode. somebody was by the end of this episode, yeah. but I wasn't expecting it to necessarily happen that way. Yeah. And, um, and then you see, you know, when she does it, she realizes, oh, crap, and you know. Like, by the way, that's crazy. A, that's Arissa's fault, because she spent her entire clip mm-hmm. firing at Kenzie from, like, across a, a hundred foot, right. like, like, thing. Like, number one, missing wide enough that she could have hit Nolan. Like, there were a couple of those shots yeah. that looked like they could have hit Nolan. Easily. Like, that's yeah. a, that's on Arissa. Arissa right. should not have. She should have. I know. She's gone the complete opposite direction yeah. from, like, not wanting to fight or kill anyone to all of a sudden now like, just free shooting at anything. Yeah, just, like, just get closer to shoot her, right. Arissa. Yeah. Like, you, used, you, you shot all of your entire clip, did not have any other ammo. And yeah, she was, like, shoot happy now. She's gone the complete opposite yeah, from where uh, she was earlier. Uh, this we, season. we still got a pretty awesome moment for Tevgin where uh, where Nolan throws the axe at Kenzie mm-hmm. and she dodges it and Tevgin just like catches it yeah, casually. That, yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, that was a really cool moment. Uh, uh, yeah, I I thought the whole Kenzie arc in this entire episode was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, seeing her so bloodthirsty mm-hmm. and like such a clear like th- they've done a really good job on uh antagonists this season right and like between uh between Kenzie and uh general what was uh, his t- name uh, talk yeah rom talk rom talk uh yeah. like the antagonists this season have been fantastic yeah they really have been and they've, yeah. and they've just been really good vibrant characters that have been yeah uh, especially well since out. like Kenzie wasn't really in the show, like she left the show basically for, for a while, for like four episodes, and then I feel like, like and then like came back with yeah, a vengeance, yeah. which was really cool. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think her and like having Doc, since we we like Doc Ewell so much as a character, and it's so painful to see Doc serving and like serving this evil woman mm-hmm. and like having no control over it. Like the cool part about Doc is how obstinate she is, and yeah, she can't even be that I now because she's mind controlled. Yeah, yeah, she's still got a few couple good lines in there though that I just love. Yeah, I, I really do. I, I love that character so much. Um, yeah, and the other thing too that I thought was, you know, speaking of forgiving, like Tevgen was, Amanda was quite forgiving to Berlin. Berlin. Yeah. I was like, okay. She's like, I missed you. I'm like, okay, everything's forgotten. Well, I think you know? it. I think it was like uh, a necessity thing where it was like when yeah. Berlin's like, by the way, yeah, uh, Nolan never made it to Brazil. Mm-hmm. The VC were attacked by the Omec, like that kind of thing, and then she like goes and gets like Nolan stuff to set on fire and like make it look like he died in the attack. Like that kind of thing. I think mm-hmm. it was, I think it was like a necessity thing where it's like I want to yell at you, but I don't have time. I don't have time and I don't yeah. have the energy. We have to go get this done. Yeah, I miss you. Let's move on. We'll talk about this later, young lady. Yeah, yeah. And like the fact that Berlin's there and she's just like, I'm here to help. Right. That's all I'm here and to she's do. Ready to jump back in. Yeah, I and think that. Yeah, I that's mean, important. And she did. Yeah, and then we see. Uh, 
uh, we see a Tevgen flashback, Tevgen Kenzie flashback. Mm-hmm. We see them on the spaceship. We opened with the song "Rock and Robin." Yeah, for a reason. Because that's the thing that they. That's the. That's it's 1974. 1978. 1978, yeah. and they're uh, they're looking for the place that the Votanis ran to, mm-hmm. and they pick up "Rock and Robin" on the radio frequency in deep space. Yeah, which I was wondering too, because even though it was 1978, I was thinking, okay, well maybe by the time. They they got the radio waves. It could have been yeah. from the fifties, sixties. Oh know? yeah. So that was kind of interesting too that they put that in there. But it was it was a really fun another fun moment that they had there. Playing, yeah. Having that song play. We got to see their weird handshake. Yeah. Yeah. And also the weird father daughter Omec passion, passion kiss, kiss yeah. again. Yeah. Another like creepy little too close for comfort kind of kiss. Um, but I loved it again. It was a really fun way to wrap up the episode. Yeah. And that's where I kind of felt like I learned a little bit more about about Tevgin throughout at the end, where I started to feel like, okay, it helped me a little bit with the issues like yeah. I said earlier that I had with him coming around too quick. Yeah. Um, I still think they turned him around too quick. I don't think they really showed right. yeah, or I, deserved I it. I, but, I, but I at least felt like I had a little bit more, because yeah. he still had to be sort of that leader there and the one that's... And then Kenzie eats uh, Tevgin's heart. Yes. And uh, again, that was that was creepy too because she had that whole line too where she was, how did she say it was? Oh, um, yeah, she cuts him up, which was weird too. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ugh. um, God, I, I forget what it is. She's like, uh, your strength. Will, oh yeah, your strength will become my own. Your strength will become my own. Well, and I think she like eats the heart. I think that's a narrative way of saying like now she is as strong as a right. full grown Omek. Mm-hmm. Like now we can't just shoot her and she'll die. Right. Like. It's going to take a lot to kill her. Absolutely. Like, we uh, saw that she's kind of taking over in that power. Yeah, and then she goes back to the ship mm-hmm. and wakes Starts him up. wakes up the... And here's the, the thing, like, we sisters. don't we don't know if the Omek... Like, she could just... Uh, she's probably... She did a lot of lying in this episode, mm-hmm. like, saying... Like, manipulating people and saying, like, you know... Like, t- telling Nolan that Arissa was part of her plan and, like, telling Arissa that, mm-hmm. uh, Nolan, that, uh, Tevgin was part of the attack on the VC. And so, like, she's probably going to wake them up and be like, the humans killed Tevgin. Tevgin, exactly. That's and, exactly like, what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, we have to go, we have to go, them yeah, and, and make this our own place now. Yeah. And so, like, they're, I mean, it's going to be difficult to reason with all of mm-hmm. them. With an, a bloodthirsty Omec army. army. It's yeah. just freshly awakened and extra hungry. Yeah. Yeah, but it's funny. I thought the exact same thing when I watched that part. I was thinking, okay, she's going to set it up so that they feel they have a reason to go out and attack. And they're extra hungry. Yeah. You know how you are after you wake up. I mean, just think uh, if you wake up after however long they've been there, they're like extra hungry. Yeah, they're super they're hungry. They're ravenous. They're ready. There aren't enough pancakes. There are not. Yeah, the, or grilled cheese sandwiches. No, I mean, there's not enough at IHOP there for them to be able to go and get uh-uh. their pancakes. They will run out. IHOP, a place where you might hear the song Rock and Robin. Right. Uh, uh, should we get into predictions? Yes, we I get think everything? we shall. All right. And now, you're after Buzz TV. so spooky every now we're time. we're coming up to the penultimate episode, and I'm trying to think of like how they're going to... They've obviously now set it up that the final battle of the season here is between them and, and the OMAC, but now I'm wondering, you know, with the VC, yeah, 
on the back burner there from everything that Nolan has done. It's kind of in a way a setup of what you had said earlier, but now we've taken Tevgin out of the equation yeah. of the fact that both sides are going to be attacking Defiance. Yeah. You know, between the OMAC and now the VC. Well, well I'm going to go one further and say that I think uh, Berlin, her turnaround and coming back is not mm-hmm. as... Uh, not as innocent as it seems. Right. I think Berlin might be like a, a forward scout for the Earth Republic. Well, uh, that's what I think. She has a reason there. Something, Something's happened that yeah. she's been deployed without uh, Conrad and what's going on with that. And, and yeah, because it seemed a little too... So I think odd. it might be like a battle of four armies, basically, yeah. with, uh, with Defiance kind of caught in the, in the middle. middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe there'll be the way for the TARS to redeem themselves here through this yeah. fully and completely. Well, I definitely think that Daytac is going to use his god hand mm-hmm. and like break th- break out of his chains and stuff like that yeah. and get free, uh, and maybe lead like uh, lead the prisoners to mm-hmm. safety, which will help clear his family's name. Is that he's he's helped all of these people get back safely. Um, I think. Uh, I also think that uh, Doc, uh, we see in the preview, she's got a gun and she's shooting someone. Yeah. I think maybe Doc uh, kills a main character. Well, that's what I was going to ask you: is do yeah. you think any more main characters are going to die between these next two episodes? Yeah, I, think, I do, but I'm wondering which ones they will actually be. I think definitely a main character. I think Berlin can die. I think Berlin can definitely die. Uh, yes, uh, just because. They they took her away already. Right. So it was and I like, want to say she's disposable as a character, but in a way she is. Like it's just a it's redemption. Like a to- it's like, yeah, it's it like would a redeem Tommy her. Character yeah, from last season, there's yeah. a way for that type of character to be able to uh, to go. Uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, even like uh, Luke can die. Yeah, or Alak. Like if the baby dies, like that gives that gives Stama and Daytac some really interesting kind yeah. of future motivation it does yeah and it gives a lack of way to you know have a different trajectory as well yeah um without a baby yeah i think if i still i don't know i don't see any of the tar you know either one of the tars besides a lack potentially dying but i feel like if you get any more into that inner circle then it's like then you're completely you're you're messing with the system that's man. right you're you're going too far yeah you're they're walking away from the from the series or you're you're you know they're, you're they're, messing they're, with it you, you can't yeah so i don't see any of that but i do think there are going to be some as we've seen throughout this entire some major death. season yes that you oh, know really, kenzie dies yes yeah. she has to because we just She's gotta feel like she, yes we need to see that there's a resolution with yeah. that and that she doesn't get away with what she's done so we'll want to see that resolved as well for sure yeah, yeah. Um, we definitely, but I can't have my doc you or anyone else. Yeah, if doc dies, I'm gonna be upset. I, I can't have that. Yeah, Just can't. Although I don't, maybe doc does die because she can't live with herself know, with what I she's. I mean, she's don't already know. she is already a war criminal. Right. So like this, this on top of, of that, yeah. But it's gonna be interesting how she can get her name cleared if she is in fact killing a main character here and then also Nolan being able to get his name cleared as well and yeah. then being able to resolve so there's a lot of things that have to be resolved in the next two episodes yeah they've got a, they got a lot of resolving yeah. to do so we'll see how they resolve it alright in the future yeah 
Well, until uh, until then, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, uh, you can find me at JessKlein1, that's J-E-S-S-K-L-E-I-N, the number one. And then on Tuesdays at 1 o'clock, you can find me at the Video Game Vault on YouTube. Awesome, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at SMAN80, that's SMAN80, and again, you can continue the conversation on Twitter with hashtag ABTVDefiance. Definitely uh, subscribe on YouTube and iCloud and iTunes, rate us and comment. And until then, see you next week. Next week, everyone. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 